Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Insightful Devotion Podcast. I'm your host, David, and I am so excited to have you tune in today. I don't believe it's a coincidence. It is ordained by our Heavenly Father for you to hear this message today that will encourage you and uplift you, reminding you in Christ Jesus to walk uprightly all the days of your lives, understanding that he loves you and he is for you and not against you. And before we get started in today's episode, I won't be before you long, but I just want to pray and get into this text and this message that he has allowed me to share with you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you saying thank you. Thank you for letting us make it this far in the week. Thank you for letting us wake up to realize that you have more in store for us, Father. So Lord, I come against every attack from the enemy, from our finances to our relationships to the things that are going on in our jobs, Lord, whatever we are doing or going through, may our hearts always remain in you as you said you would remain in us. So Lord, as we hear this message today that you have blessed me to share with my brothers and sisters in Christ, may we take heed to your word and not harden our hearts, but that you would soften our hearts, Father God, give us a heart of flesh and Lord, make us new in you. We pray for a fresh anointing to fall upon us. Lord, cleanse us from any ways that we have wronged you or done to others, Father God. Purify us is what I ask because you've called us to live holy in your presence. It's in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Amen. Well, today I want to turn your attentions to a passage of scripture within Psalms 91 verses 14 through 16. It says this, because he has his heart set on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. My God, there is so much in that text right now. I want to read it again because I believe it will truly bless you. Meditate on this verse throughout the day. It comes from Psalms 91 verses 14 through 16. It says, because he has his heart set on me, I will protect him because he knows my name. Let me just pause and say this real fast. Whenever you introduce yourself to somebody or they introduce themselves to you, You say hello or whatever you say and you give them your name. But just because you know their name doesn't mean you actually know them. It's when you spend time with them to get to know their character. And it says, I will protect him because he knows my name. That's why if God be for us, who can be against us? You see, he calls us by name and knows how many hairs are on our head. And he said, I will protect him because he knows my name. It's not just saying the name Jesus, but it's when you know that name, you're submitted to that name and you are underneath that name, knowing that the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is alive on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit. That's the name we know because we are living in that name and he is living in us because he tells us, That in the book of John, if you remain in me, I will remain in you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So that's why he tells us, because he has his heart set on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him 
because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. When you call out to God in your distress, in your hour of distress, David said the Lord answered him. And he was someone known to be one after God's own heart. You see, it goes on to say, I will be with him in trouble. Daniel experienced that when he was thrown into the lion's den. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were thrown into the fiery furnace. He said, I will be with him in trouble because he tells us he will never leave us nor forsake us. I will rescue him and give him honor. Back to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When the Lord delivered them out of the fiery furnace, God himself, King Nebuchadnezzar said, I see a fourth one. Weren't there three in there? And one looks like the son of God. Isn't that amazing? That goes to show you that people can tell that you are different because your walk in Christ will speak for itself. And he will rescue you out of whatever situation you're in, in his timing. And the way he rescues you, everyone will know that it was only God. Because when he did that for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel, they were promoted. And King Nebuchadnezzar said himself that they serve the true God because no one could do that, only their God. And if anyone speaks against them, their life would basically be gone. I'm going to read verse 16 in Psalm 91. It says, I will satisfy him with long life and show him my salvation. It's because we consecrate ourselves before the Lord. We honor him. And as Deuteronomy chapter six, verse five says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. So how do we do that? Honestly, how, how do I love the Lord God with all my heart, with all your soul and with all your strength? Everything you have in you says yes to his will. You deny your flesh by carrying your cross daily. And you say, Father, help me. That's why he said when you cry out to him, he will answer you. He'll tell you what to do. It's you begin to develop a relationship, understanding the obedience that we must live in is better than sacrifice. Because honestly, when you're being obedient, you are sacrificing. You're not following your own fleshly and worldly desires. That brings me to how do we keep our minds in Jesus Christ? You know, because putting our minds in Jesus Christ is an intentional thing, which requires action from us that then puts us in a position of thanksgiving and not complaining and allowing us to see that when we lean into God's understanding and not our own we won't hunger for the flesh, but we will thirst and hunger for his knowledge and wisdom. And we will not be hungry. He will feed us and fill us up with himself, who is the living word. That's why when you're reading your Bible, you're not just turning the pages. You're not just reading it to put it off your checklist. You take that one verse that you need, whatever situation you're going through, 
Google it if you have to, research it if you have to, if you're going through addiction problems, if you're dealing with sorrow and pain and loss of a loved one, if you're dealing with betrayal, if you're dealing with whatever you're going through, cry out to him. Tell God you need help in the areas that you need help in and he will answer you. But when we set our minds on him and we live truly in him, we will begin to not only see a change, but we will live out that change that he has provided for us. He said he will make a way of escape for you whenever we are tempted. We must flee temptation whenever we don't want to spend time with him. Ask yourself, is that really going to bring me closer because I'm in my feelings and I don't feel like reading my word? Because many a times, be honest, I feel like that too sometimes. Lord, I just feel so burdened I can't even read your word right now. That's when he says, you live in a technology world. Put your headphones on and listen to my word. And then I get encouraged because I hear something that penetrates my soul and allows me to remember that he still is faithful to his promises. Because when we set our minds on things above and not on earthly things, this is coming from Colossians chapter three, verses two through four. It says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Well, pause right there. If you went to a doctor and they told you you were overweight and things need to change, they basically told you that things need to change because if you continue that way, further consequences could occur. So likewise, in the spirit, if you are hurting, if you are broken, if you're doing things and you know they're wrong and the Holy Spirit is convicting you and telling you to come back, listen and be obedient because who knows, that may be your final warning. I'm not here to judge anybody, but we do serve the lion and the lamb. He will hear you, but we must be true to him and understand that we can ask him for anything and not waver in the faith. And he will give it to us without reproach because it says, set your minds on things above. This is Colossians chapter three, verses two through four. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. That's whenever the Lord comes back. Jesus himself, Jesus Christ comes back. Whenever he cracks that sky, many will see themselves in him and see themselves, see themselves for the very first time. It's amazing how you can live with yourselves, but you never really know yourself until you know Christ because Christ is in you. Oh, but there are some that will reject Christ. And that's why they say it will be a great day for those who are in Christ and a terrible day for those who are not in Christ. Like I said, I'm not here to judge anybody. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but I will speak the truth. And that when you repent and you go out and ask the Lord for help, you don't have to pray a long prayer. You could just simply say, Lord, help me. I'm struggling with this. I'm in need of you because only you can help me. And that next part is important. He can speak through a person that comes across your path. He can directly have you read a scripture that will tell you exactly what it is. But when we listen, that's when we begin to understand that his ways are better than our ways, because that brings me to Matthew chapter seven, verses seven through eight. I want to share with you. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you. 
For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be open. He's guaranteeing you that whatever you ask in his name, he will give you. But don't have unbelief. Believe in what he said he will do. That's all he's asking. Hebrews 11.1 1 tells you about that. Hebrews 11 and 6. And I'll go into more detail, but I'm just quoting those scriptures out to you to go ahead. And if you really are asking God for something, go back and read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 for yourselves. And Hebrews 11, verse 6. I promise you they will minister to you in a way you've never known. Because you will see in that part on the faith that is required to believe in him. Let me go on to my next part. So in conclusion of today's episode, it's shorter than I wanted it to be. But I want to let you know, I had to get on here today and let you know that the Lord is asking you to ask him to be true to yourself by being true in who he's called you to be. You are not what people have labeled you that was negative. You are who Christ says you are. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. You may have sinned and did something wrong knowing it or being ignorant to the fact that it, you, what you were doing. That's not who you are. That's what you have did, but not who you have to continue to be. It's when we throw our hands up and surrender and seek him while he may be found. Let me give you an example of seeking. When you're hungry, you're either going to go to a fast food restaurant you're going to ask somebody for food. You're going to do something, even if you have to dumpster dive. Whatever you have to do, you're going to do something because you're hungry. Oh, but if we hunger the same way, in the spiritual way, as we do in the physical, you would be amazed at the things in life that's been holding you down in bondage for years will turn around instantly. He's wanting you to ask him. So today, he's just simply saying, ask me. Because when you ask God, that is when you will truly awaken and be alive in Jesus Christ. And he will order your steps. So that's what I want to tell you today. Ask the Lord. Nothing is too powerful that he can't handle. He has all power. He said all power and authority has been given to him. And he just wants us to ask. If you're looking for a job, if you're wanting more peace if you're tired of being down and you want to be up and happy talk to him and he will order your steps and he will lift you up in due time so today ask him as we pray ask the lord be sincere and humble in your requests and by the end of this week a lot of y'all will have praise reports to tell i asked and he delivered because he will do a suddenly in your life because he said he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And when people back in the biblical days, we think that, oh, wow, they were healed automatically. The woman with the issue of blood kept telling herself, as I said in last week's episode, if only I may touch. She continued to speak the faith and realized that when she spoke it and put action forth with it, that's when the healing took place in her body and made her whole. So ask the Lord and seek him and knock and the door will be open let us pray 
Heavenly Father, I come to you to say thank you. Lord, we just ask you to have your own way in our lives. Lord, penetrate our hearts. Father, sometimes we're praying for things we don't even know what to pray for. Lord, we don't even know how to go about our day sometimes because we can be burdened because what we brought on ourselves or what life is throwing at us. Oh, but we can count it all joy. And Father, right now, I pray for all of my brothers and sisters in Christ listening to this word today, that they would ask. And Lord, that you would raise faith on the inside of them to be courageous and ask, as you said, that you will do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ever ask, think, or imagine. So Father, we ask that you would surprise us. We ask that the addictions that's been in our lives so long that we've become accustomed to as a just a habit would be broken and fallen off, that we would no longer desire that fleshly desire, but we would desire you and hunger and thirst for your righteousness because your word says it's, we shall be filled. And because your word won't return into you void, Father, we ask in your name, believing that what you said is going to happen will happen. So, Father, for those who are believing for a miracle or are or asking for healing in their bodies or praying for a loved one standing in the gap, Father, for those that are dealing with worry and just need your help, free them, Father God, in their minds. Let them rest tonight with the peace that they may not have everything right now that they thought they would have in life. Oh, but Father, because you've given them breath, they have the one who gave them breath, which is you. Speak to them, Father. You said that the Holy Spirit knows the deep things within us, Father, and intercedes for us, that your son, Jesus Christ, prays on our behalf. So, Father, we ask that you would just make us new in you and that we would seek you in new ways. For, Father, you said in heaven the angels say, holy, 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 because they see something new every time. Open our eyes to see something new in you that we've never seen before. And let your faith arise on the inside of us, Father. That we would understand to not lean in our own understanding, but to follow you. Be quick to listen and slow to speak. And when we pray, Father, we would have quiet time to hear what you want to tell us. It's in your darling son Jesus' name I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, today... I want you to leave here encouraged with your head up high, knowing that you have access to the Father just as much as I do, and that he loves you with all his heart. In fact, he loves you so much, he sent his son to take your place on that cross. Then he turned in hell for three days and rose up with all power in his hands, and he didn't stop there. He allows the Holy Spirit to live on the inside of us when we accept him. So if you want to accept Jesus Christ into your life, just confess your sins to him and say, Father, forgive me for our sin. And tell him what you did, because he already knows. And tell him you don't want to live like that anymore. And when you tell him that and you believe in your heart who he says he is, and that Jesus is Lord of your life, you shall be saved. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It tells you, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10 says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are 
saved. So have the faith today to ask God into your hearts. Have the faith today to ask God in your situations and have the faith knowing that what you ask will come to pass. Just continue to keep the faith. Don't let anybody steal your confidence or your joy. And tune in next week if the Lord allows us to because we will be talking about choose joy and live in peace. I'm your host, David, from Insightful Devotion Podcast, reminding you to be blessed, stay blessed, because you are blessed.